Australian True Crime, the nation's leading independent true crime podcast, is hitting the road with our live show. We're coming to Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this July and tickets will be available starting May 10th at 9.30am sharp. They sold out in two hours last time, so do not dilly-dally. We know the suburbs of Australia are teeming with some of the most intriguing and chilling true crime stories the world has ever heard. Don't miss the chance to dive deeper and get involved with a live Q&A. With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, Michelle here. Do you remember a few months ago I launched a second podcast called Can We Be Real? And I was telling you that every week we'd ask our listeners to be brave and share a secret from their lives with us and we'd discuss it on the podcast. Well, that is happening So firstly, I'd like to thank everyone who's listening. Secondly, everyone who's sending in their very, very brave secrets, because wow, you're not holding back. I mean, seriously. And thirdly, I would like to say to those of you who haven't had time yet to join the community, get on it, because it is happening. Seriously. Just search up the words, can we be real on the podcast app? I know I've just told you how to suck eggs, but anyway, you know what I'm saying. Get on it. Put it on the to-do list. Join the community. Here are some secrets just to let you know it is happening. So maybe you don't have any secrets going on in your life at the moment. You can use these secrets and share these with your friends. I, I 
Last week right. took them all back to the spa. Right. Oh, my Christ. Okay. It was a big one. All right. Well, this Ooh. is secret number one. When I was in high school, I was um, bullied by a few older girls. Yep. And those girls came into the restaurant I was working at at the time. And when they came in, they were sitting down for dinner together and they were really rude to me. And I thought, oh, fuck you. So I went behind the bar. This is really disgusting, I know. But I spat in the glass of one of the girl's drinks, poured the drink on top of the spit, gave it to her, went back behind the bar, watched her drink the whole entire thing. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, suck on that. <laughs> and then years and years later, like 20 years later, I've um, met a lovely man and ended up marrying him and... Turns out that she is his cousin. <laughs> so, we actually get along now fine. Um, and we're often at family events together. But I just don't have the heart to tell her that, hey, 20 years ago when you were a bitch to me, I spat in your drink and you drank it. Surely, I can't believe there hasn't been a night on the sparkles. Yeah. Where she's told her. You'd think you'd go, oh, God, I've got, Kayleen, I've got to tell you something. What a great moment, though. <sighs> Brilliant. To see them there. Mm. They are rude when you're serving the drinks. Typical bitches. And you just think, and she gets to watch her drink Because I think she was restrained. I thought for sure she was going to say she pissed in them. <laughs> okay. Mm. Yeah, maybe she did. Didn't you Yeah, maybe that? she softened it for us. Oh, I don't know. But how are you doing that behind the bar? You'd be surprised. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> Haven't we all pissed behind a bar? <laughs> I knew a girl once mm-hmm. who... Brought dinner for everybody at work. Right. Obviously, it wasn't a, a restaurant. Yes. It was a brothel. Okay. When I was working reception in brothels That's many right. years ago. Yeah. And she bought or brought noodles, Singapore noodles that she had cooked at home. And she, <laughs> if it was a big swallow from you then, you look very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and she had pissed in the noodles. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Well, you got to harden up, mate, if you're going to work at a brothel, right? You, you're really going to have to harden up, okay? Is it necessary? Well, sometimes it is. <laughs> okay. All right. This is, this is secret number two. Uh, my secret is, um, well, I'm 52 years old now. From about the age of 34, I've been... Keeping a secret, a big secret from everyone. Um, I have been having an affair or affairs with um, different people over the years since I was 34. Um, I'm on my second marriage and still going with the affair with the other man. Um, And... No one would know because I come from a single parent family where my dad did the exact same thing to my mum and had lots of different women. And um, so I, when I even hear about things like this, I'm obviously appalled and all my friends are like, yeah, no, she's the high moral ground. So they would never even suspect a thing. So, yeah, it's been tough to uphold with kids and husbands and 
but I continue to do it. Yeah, I mean, we're all busy, babe. I get it. But, <laughs> but you make time. That sounded like it was hard for her to share that. Well, it was. but She, didn't like, she didn't like saying the word affair. No, mm. but she has been doing it for 18 years, yeah. so it's not that hard. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, gosh, that's fascinating, is it? Mm. So the whole family's like, oh, God, people who have affairs are the worst in the world. She's like, oh, I know, I hate it. Mm. But she's been doing it for 18 years. Yeah. I think there's an element of wanting to be that powerful person. In her family, her dad was the powerful person because he's the one having the affair and everyone else is heartbroken. Mm -hmm. And now she's the one having the affair. You mm -hmm. know, she's not mm -hmm. the victim of it. She's the the perpetrator. So there's she's a power. power to that. Right. That's just my sort of 10 cent psychology. But I last year was seeing a guy for a while and I knew that I was his bit on the side. He was in a relationship. Yeah, and that surprised me about myself. How does that feel? Felt great. Felt great. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no, but it, in terms of his relationship, it just, I was surprised. Because well, you're, you're not doing anything. You're just doing your thing, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, but prior to that, I would have always been that woman who said, oh, that's, that's terrible that you are complicit in it. Right. But then when it was happening, I found that I just didn't think about it at all. I didn't think about the other relationship. He would talk about her a bit mm. um, and I I just didn't really, I wasn't really interested, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's weird. It's weird how I think as you get older, you less you care. I think you can care less about you, that kind of stuff. You're less, less judgmental. Yeah, because you've seen more. Yeah, and you see how relationships work a bit more. And, and you, you understand can, it's harder. Yeah, it's, it's harder. In reality, yeah, a relationship is hard work, right? It is. And sometimes people can change to the extent that, oh, she doesn't want sex anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's not the relationship. That's not where I'm at is what he's saying. And I could think, yeah, I totally believe that. Yeah. That happens. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right. Let's get into our third secret. I work in admin and I'm stealing cash from my workplace. <laughs> Normally up to $100 a week, but the most I've stolen in one go is 500 I figured out a way to do this without being caught. The only thing I feel bad about is lying to my partner when he asks me why I have cash in my purse. I use the cash to pay my bills. The $500 I stole went on my power bill. The cost of living is out of control, and until I get a pay raise, I'm not going to stop stealing. God, she's got to be careful. I've met people in my other podcast who've gone to jail for that. Yep. And it racks up really quickly. Sure. People who mm -hmm. say it was $100 here and $100 there. Right. Next minute, it's $500,000. Over a few yep. years, it'll, yeah. 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 And, and they all think they're doing it in a way that they won't get caught. Totally. Of course, that's what they think. Mm. Yeah. And, and also, they all think that it, it's fair mm. in some way. They tell themselves, oh, it's the cost of living. It's just crazy. Like, I just, I need it to pay my bills or mm -hmm. I work extra hours. And so, or, you know, it's really chilling actually to hear that lady say that. And she's, I feel like she's saying, I just use it to pay my bills. Like, she's justifying it or rationalizing it. Like, I don't gamble it. Mm -hmm. I don't drink it. Mm -hmm. I don't put it in the pokies. I'm yep. just paying my bills. That's really chilling, don't do you? you have, uh, do you have some advice for her if she is listening? You've got to stop. Stop. You've got to just stop yeah, yeah, and yeah. pray that this is an awful thing to say because I feel like this could mean that she doesn't sleep <laughs> for a very long time. But hope that they don't ever go back and find it. 
because just if you stop today doesn't mean that they're not going to someone you owe the money still yeah someone isn't going to look at the books and figure out you know this mm-hmm. whole oh they'll never I've, i do it in a way that they won't ever find it mate they'll find it yeah, yeah. i worked it's weird because we were talking about when I was a brothel receptionist. Mm-hmm. I worked in a brothel once because we had a lot of discretion as receptionists. We could give discounts all the time to clients mm-hmm. to get them to stay. They realised money was, it just wasn't adding up, wasn't making sense, the books. And they never shared that information with any of us, any of us receptionists. But they installed secret cameras mm-hmm. and they had them there for months. Mm-hmm. And eventually they found the lady. The thief. Yeah. So you don't know what yeah. they're thinking, what they're noticing. Horrible. Well, stop. That is the message. Yeah. yeah. Oh, can you imagine a worse feeling? I feel sorry for her. Oh, I can't imagine like, the feeling like of being caught because, stealing. Yeah. Oh, my God. How Because awful. it's she's in a shit situation. Totally. Clearly, she can't afford to pay the bills. Yep. But she's doing the wrong thing. You yeah. Know? And, and then she's digging a bigger... She, that hole is just getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. So. And you know how life gets worse? When you get sprung and... All your family and friends, no. Oh you fucked God. up. And you've got to go to court. Yeah. And you're so humiliated and yep. you're unemployed now mm. and you can't get another job and maybe you've got to go to jail. Mm. Let's just hope this is just, uh, it hasn't been going on for that long. Mm. The bill that she has to pay is not that big. What's yep. the case for turning yourself in then? Oh, Would you ever? Fuck, I don't even know. It's making me, mm. I don't know if it's this shit champagne or what it is, but I'm actually getting heartburn. Oh, it's so frightening to me. Oh. Yeah. Everyone's very honest. Yes. No one's holding back so far. We've only just started this podcast. Mm. We're a few episodes in mm. and people are getting pretty raw. All right, let's get into no. today's. For the past three years, I have been separated from my baby daddy. Me, my children's stepmother and him are in a polyamorous relationship, which we are keeping extremely quiet. All of our kids are so absolutely beyond happy with our situation. However, we can never tell anyone that I am seeing him and her. We have never been happier and we will probably be living like this for a very long time. Oh, that's so great. My daughter says thruple so often you wouldn't even believe it, just like so normally. Mm-hmm. Like we were looking at, uh, we were booking movie tickets the other day and it had these three seats that were together and now I realise it's a couch. It's this little cinema near our house. And she was like, what's that? Do you think that's for a thruple? <laughs> I don't know, mate. Like to her, if she if she heard that, she would say, "Oh, that why? What's the problem? You know, just just do you. You know, she just doesn't get any why anyone would care or why anyone wouldn't be happy about that. So, I mean, I I feel the same way. I feel like, oh, you should just be you. But I understand, of course. Yeah, well, at drop off and pick up, you know, that's not that easy. But it's lovely. It's not that easy because of the judgment of others. Yeah, yeah, because everyone else is going to be like, oh, that's that. You know, but, but it's nice the, that the they're happy. the next generation, your kids' generation, do you think that school drop-off Maybe. will be a, a very different... Maybe. I hope so. When I was a teenager, there was this real moment towards the end of my high schooling and then uh, sort of after that, so early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, at least I would say four or five of my friends or acquaintances' mums left their dads and came out as gay. It was just a real moment mm. where obviously these women had always been gay, but so they were women of the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. who felt 
at that time, whatever, struggled with their sexuality, whatever, for whatever reason, got married, had kids, waited for their kids to grow up, mm-hmm. and then the first chance they got came out mm-hmm. and became like what in those days was was really great lesbians like you know bris- great lesbians. as in as in not quiet about it do you know what yeah. i mean as in we're talking queensland so they yeah. were like moved to west end in yeah. brisbane yeah. you know real great lesbian suburb right. um short hair you know yeah. um pit hair out yeah um you know just wearing sandals and just whirling around the place and so and, and eyebrows for days and just going i'm gay every yeah. chance they got and yeah. these were ladies who had been Real raising families, tuck shop in, mums in, in the stereotypical yes. in country Queensland, husband wife. Yeah, tuck shop mums in country Queensland, mm. and now they're whirling around West End, going, oh, "I'm putting on a show <laughs> about gay stuff." So maybe throuples, your kids will be thruppling at school drop off. Maybe throuples will be the lesbians that drop off of yeah, fifteen yeah, years yeah. from now. I hope so because this lady sounds so happy. Mm. Isn't it shit? Well, the kids are happy too. That's what I'm saying. The Everyone's kids don't happy. Shit. Yeah. And isn't it shit that she's like, no, we got to keep it secret. Like, what, what would really happen if she came out and she said, this is what's going on, everyone fucking deal with it. Yeah. Right? What would happen? It's just juicy. It's really it's juicy. juicy gossip. So it creates gossip. Yeah. And like, obviously. But what does that do? Would I care? No. I don't care if people are talking about me or looking at me. Are you worried about losing friendships? No, no. I mean, as in, is this what she's worried about? This is it. I don't know about the her, hmm. her neighbourhood or her environment. With my friends, I don't think there's anything I could do. Hmm. With Don Dons and the gals, yeah. in my neighbourhood, you can have a thruple in the spa. Oh my, they should love it. Hmm. But they're they're a great bunch. But I'm sure that for some, I don't know, you know, communities or whatever, like mate, imagine if I'm back in Toowoomba, doing drop off, totally, and they go and I go. Oh, by the way, girls, I'm I'm in a thruple now. Plus, all the kids will be going. I heard your mum and your dad, and that's this other lady. Like some people, you know. I wonder if cars are going to have to be re- to be redesigned because if you think of Talking like a, a well, yeah, if if there's a family driving around that's a thruple. Kia Carnival, mate. Well, no, but who sits in the back? Mm. Oh well, that's just an issue for that's a social issue. I mean, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because like, you want all three at the front. Yeah, because everyone's equal, right? So there's the driver and then the, you know, your mum and dad are up the front. Yeah. And the kids are in the back. But I mean, you just So if you've got a Kia Carnival, yeah. kids are in the back. Of course they are. And the backpack. Who, well, yeah. But yeah. then there's one person who's yeah. sitting in that middle bit and clearly they're not as important as the other you got to watch up the front. Sister Wives. I mean, I have you ever watch, watched? No, I haven't oh, watched Sister Wives. Babes. I mean, there's a lot of politics around. Okay. Are we, are we having designated nights or are we just right. letting it flow? Are we being casual <laughs> mm-hmm. or are we just going Tuesday night's my night? Yeah. It's a whole it's a whole jam. It's a whole thing. Ooh. All right. Let's get into the next secret for today. Hello. I don't want to be married to my husband anymore. It's not that I don't love him. I do love him, but he has hurt me really badly in the past. I don't twenty one years and kids and I'm so tired. I don't really like him that much, and we get along fine, but I don't want to be here anymore. Is that I it? I just want to do my own thing and just go out the door and not look back. I can't do that. I've got kids and... Family and all that. He's 
tries really hard. It's just the way I feel inside. You gotta leave him, girl. Like, it's over. You don't love him. Like, stop telling me you love him. You just feel guilty. Like, I'm being a hard ass because I spent the last five years going through this with so many girlfriends and with myself. I've had this conversation so many times. With my, I've been her and so many girlfriends that I ended up in this pack of women who we'd all just broken up with our husbands. And we've had the time of our lives just quietly. But this is the hardest bit, especially as she's saying, he's nice, he's great with the kids, he's trying really hard. But after 21 years, it just happens. Like, it's okay. It's okay. He'll be okay. Yeah. You just got to do it. You just. Yeah, rip the band aid off. Yeah. And it, and it is going to be a bit painful for yes. a period. Yeah. But it's going to get better. And you know what? And it, look, this is the worst bit is other people will make you feel really bad. Maybe your kids. May other people will say the worst things to you, like, oh, you know, don't you think you're being a bit selfish or. It's unreal, the well, things. And, and there's the, the wording of a failed marriage. Oh, yeah. That, that, word, that wording is just so oh. probably ringing in her mind. Yes. Oh, it's a failed marriage. Yes. Right? Which after 20 years, it's, you know. It's not a not, failed marriage. It's yeah. a fucking very successful, yeah. long, long marriage. And you worry about finances, <laughs> you know, you worry about, oh. And a lot of people by that stage have, like, the house they've always wanted or they've got their house the way they always wanted it and things like and that. And then realised, hang on. Gotta have to sell it, or or it's taken them that twenty one years to. That's what I mean. Have it paid off. I've never known a woman who mm. hasn't been two years, three years down the track mm-hmm. and gone. Oh, thank God! Best thing I ever did. Yeah, I've got a girlfriend right now who has just sold the house, mm-hmm. and and it was really hard to sell. She didn't get an offer for ages because it's a weird time, you know. No one knows what's going on. So she's finally put it she, and she sold it like a week ago and now she wants to find a rental. So we were just talking yesterday and I said, oh, well, you've done the hard part. And then we went, oh, no, there's no rentals either. I said, you know what? There's lots of hard parts when you're doing this, but every step is a step closer. You yeah. know, you've done one. And she goes, and I know it'll be so worth it. And mm-hmm. I said, it will, it will. It'll just be her and her daughter and they'll be free, mm. and she's done it. She's yep. doing it. She's done it. It's something that you think about for years. You lie in bed and think, oh, God, I want to get the fuck out of here. I just mm. want – I don't want to be here. Well, what's the first simple step for her to take? Like what's that Make realistic the decision. step? Make, Make the decision. And have the conversation at least. Yeah. And- say, sit down on the couch and say, it's over. Yeah, and even make the have a conversation with your best friend or your mum or someone like that who will support you mm. so that when you say it to someone like that, it's real and then and then it's real. Then you start taking action after yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, she sounds like she sounds like she's recording that secret while, that's what I mean. she's, while he's in the house. She's whispering it. In some other room. I know, totally. So mm. that all of that's saying to me, mate, you don't have to live that way. You can be free. Mm. Like she's going, I just want to do whatever I want to do. You can. Mm. There's nothing like having your own space, the peace, the freedom. There's a, there's a happy ending yeah. after the marriage. You don't have to live like that, but. Yeah. We cover up your voice so you, no one will know who you are. No. You are safe. It's a safe space. Get it off your chest. Yeah. Your name's not in it as well, so no stress. No, how wonderful. What an opportunity to just get it out there. Mm, Here we go. 
This is a bit embarrassing to admit, right. but I feel it's a safe space. I was having a great night out with uh, a guy that I regularly sleep with, um, and we're both very much into toys. Um, and one night we were just doing our thing as normal, um, and you know, went home. Everything was all good. And um, a couple of days later, I felt a little bit of discomfort, and um, I was on the toilet. And I coughed, and one of the toys that we used yeah. came out. Yeah. And it had been in me for a few days. It was one of those small little vibrators. It was a good time, so, <laughs> you know. What, the time that on the toilet? That's a good time? <laughs> that can't happen. Can Are it? you joking? That can happen? Oh I, mean, I, don't, I obviously don't know because I don't. Well, I'm, not a, I'm not a lady, right? But I'm guessing. It doesn't, it doesn't I'm guessing, only happen to ladies. Well, okay. But I can't imagine that it's – there's days that go past and that can just be floating around. Of course it can be floating around. I mean, <laughs> oh, my Christ. Haven't you seen the, the x-rays of people at the hospital? Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. God. But they go straight away to emergency and get the carrot out, don't so they? They go straight away. Of course yeah. they wait and hope they'll shit it out on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> of course they hope. Are you rolling no around going... for a few days with a with – Yes. A... You are. No one's going straight to emergency like, oh, well, I've got – a you know, whatever, up my ass. I'm going to go straight to emergency and say I fell over in the shower on a carrot. <laughs> like everyone's hoping and praying and sticking thing, other things up there and hoping, oh, please come out. Right. She got so lucky. Yeah. Let's celebrate the luck. I mean. That's true. She didn't even know it was there, so she wasn't stressed. Yeah. And then it just flew out of her. For this lady, luck. The luck of the Irish. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Just went to the toilet and coughed. And now that came, she didn't even know I was there. I mean, there's so many people listening to this show bags going, how the luck. The luck. I had to go to the hospital and oh. spin a whole yarn about it. And explain this. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, just washing yeah, my hair and yeah, slipped. And yeah. next thing you know, there's a Coke bottle up my arm. <laughs> I mean, the luck. That's Brilliant. luck. That's wonderful. Yes. But also, you know what? She needs to put in a phone call to this fellow and go, surely you knew, mate. Surely you knew yeah. that you came with four things and you went home with three. Oh, so he's bringing it. He's bringing. He's, well, he's, he's, he's got like a bag of tricks. Surely between them, right? They did a stock take yeah. at the beginning of the night, <laughs> and then at the end of the night, they packed up their little kit bag and went. Where did that? Where did that other one go? So did I leave? Did you take the? Surely he must have known. Totally. Whoop. Yeah, but I mean, also, or, or well, maybe he's embarrassed. Like, how do you how do you say can I can I have it back? Oh, listen, like, if you're a mate, me, can you if you're any kind of friend, and you know you've left something up your friend's ass, and they've not realised, you let them know. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, let's say this had happened yeah, between you us. And I friends, you and I, are friends, mate. I don't, I'm never I don't, leaving I don't, I don't anything know. in your asshole yeah. and just going home. You can, you want it back? Would, so you're texting me and it's saying not because I you're want not it feeling, back. You're not feeling awkward that I haven't raised the fact that it's still in my asshole. It's not awkward. I, I don't know that it's in there. I'm, I would tell you because we're friends. And just so, how would you say it to Bags, me? Bags, I'm so sorry. I've left something in your asshole. Right now. I and you're going. You... I know. Yeah, well, great, great. If you go, <laughs> no, I don't know. If you go, how she is... didn't know. She was. She coughed. That's how she realised. Yes. Now, I look. I don't want to be bitchy. Okay. You might say to me, <laughs> well, "How how loose do you think my asshole is?" Of course, I fucking know. Right. You might say something along those lines, yeah. but she did not know that. Right. 
It's a courtesy. Right. That's the way. You can't just jump in an Uber and go home and go, surely, <laughs> surely she knows and she'll sort it out. You have to go, mate. You know the little one? It's still in there. Yeah. Sorry about that. It was quite expensive as well, so I want it back. God, why do you always focus on the cost of these things? Like, it's sort of not about that. Okay. All right, no, just... They're really cheap for one thing. Are they? Also, <laughs> also it's in your friend's body. It's in their fucking intestinal system. Like, can we just deal with that first? Sure. And then I'll reimburse you. Yeah. Like, if I can't, if I can't, like, give me your bank details, mate. I'll do a transfer. If I, if I can't fish it out, right, I'll okay. reimburse you. Yeah, thank you. You are listening to Can We Be Real, a podcast hosted by Michelle Laurie, which drops every single Tuesday where we share your secrets and talk a whole heap of different stuff. If you would like to come and join the community, all you have to do is search Can We Be Real on the podcast app that you are listening on right now. We would love to have you join us every single week. And if you want to share a secret, just click the link in the bio and it'll be on one of the upcoming episodes. Still to come, we are going to share one of our favorite, actually our favorite secret that has been revealed so far since we launched the podcast by a fella called Mr. Undies. That is still to come. But right now, let's take a quick break. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You are listening to our brand new podcast called Can We Be Real, hosted by Michelle Laurie, and today we're showing you some of our favourite secrets that have been revealed so far, like this. I do not want my daughter to have the child she's currently pregnant with. She's very young. I think it's going to ruin her life. I had her very young, so I just know what it comes with. And I feel she's making the biggest mistake of her life. There are moments where I resent her because of the life I've had to live. And so I feel like she shouldn't have this child. And it's going to be the worst thing she ever does. God, that's so real. I respect you, lady. 
I really respect that. No one ever admits that. That is that is keeping it very real. Yes, I get it. I mean, yeah, what are you, what are you going to do? We all know what you could do, but obviously that's not going to happen. So, oh, man, I really respect that. I wonder, yeah, yeah, I get it. The, I get the, it. The, the resenting... Oh mate, the resenting is interesting for no, me. No, trust me, okay. you'll, you'll resent your kids. You re- <laughs> so that yeah, re- you resent your kids. Oh, you have your moments. Yeah, you definitely have your moments. Right. Yeah, I mean, and if you have good friends, you'll be able to talk talk about that openly. Like yep. if you can't admit that, you just everyone has at least their moments, and mm. that's that's she's admitting to that. She's young. She's had a child young. Yeah, you'll definitely miss out on things. But also, people who have kids young then are doing things in their lives that I can't do now. Right. You know, at my age yep. because their kids have left. Grown up. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I had a friend once. We were ha- all having lunch or whatever, uh, all the women, and she admitted that um, her daughter, we were all saying, oh, she's so great, your daughter. She's so funny and she's this and that. And she said, you know, she goes, oh, it's a terrible thing to say, but she says, everyone t- says that about her. I just don't get it. Mm. She said, I don't. She said, I just, I can't connect with her. I can't. And she said the, the obligatory thing, I love her, but I just don't get it. I, I just don't, you know, I sh- I find her annoying. Mm. I, you know, it was just a really brutal conversation. But since then, this is probably going back four years, we've talked about it many times and she'll say, you know, now we're, we're really engaged and we, you know, we have a very different relationship because kids change a lot um, and you go through lots of phases with kids. But it's very common to have that resentment, for, and especially in, say, this situation where she's missed you out on. definitely yeah. go through phases yeah. of, of resenting missing out on things. I, I don't think anyone is ever prepared for, for kids. how much it changes your life, how, how much you'll have moments where you think, if I didn't have kids, I, my life would be like my sister's is or like my friend's is or I didn't realise this, I didn't think it through, I wish people would be more honest about this. Okay. I Yeah, I so, wish. And so why why aren't people honest about the, this? Because Cause no one wants to admit it, for no one, one thing. No one wants to admit it. No one wants to say out loud what that lady is saying. She mm. wants to, how do you tell your daughter, for one thing? Because mm-hmm. um, that's causing a lot of psychological Yeah, how damage. do you say to your daughter, look, I don't want, I know what it's like to be a young mum and I think you're ruining your life. How do you say that to your daughter? Yeah. Because you're basically saying in that sense, yes, you fucked my life. I regret life. having you. Yeah. How do you say that? Even though you're trying to save her, you love her so much, you're trying to say, don't do this. Mm. Have a better life. There's so much more you could be doing. Mm. But I tell you what, when Dali, my daughter, says to me, I, I don't think I want to have kids, I say to her, you know what? Then, yeah, maybe don't. There's lots of people who don't have kids and who have a great life. And there's a lot of pressure on women to have kids. Like, oh, yeah, everyone's going to have kids. You've got to have kids. You've got to have kids. Maybe don't. Maybe you don't have to. A lot of people have fucking great lives. And- Mark Maron, the comedian whose podcast I love, just recently, you know, always has a rant at the start, which I love. And he just recently was so funny. He was saying, you know what? I've ne- I don't have kids and I love it. Mm. You know what I don't regret? Not having kids. Mm. I love my life. Mm-hmm. I do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I People say, oh, you'll regret it when you're older. He's like, I'm 60. I don't regret it. But that's not older. 60 is not older. 85 is older. And maybe it's from 85 to 
and it's only you know, maybe five years, but it's from 85 to 90, that those years could potentially be painful, right? Yep. But that's not the reason to have a kid. Exactly. To make those five years potentially a bit more loving. And there's ways to like. I'm, yeah. guess, I'm guessing that's what everyone's talking about when they're saying older. I think it's I think more 60s. That's, you still you fear know, of being alone. I think fear of being alone for those five years. <laughs> I, I need a selfish, in, right? An indentured servant to wipe my ass. <laughs> yeah, to make sure that I'm not left alone. That's the wrong reason to have a kid. Then of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, we're I, so we're so wired mm. into. Well, we're in this age bracket now. Let's have kids. Yes, that's it. And particularly for women, the I, I found the biological clock was very real. Like in my 20s, never thought about it. Then suddenly in my 30s, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Time's running out. What are we doing? What are we doing? Fuck, come on. We've got to get serious about this. Come on. And there's pressure on men with yes. their lazy sperm. Right, yeah. You know, the older that they get, lower sperm count. Right. I've never heard a, anyone say that before. Yeah. Because normally this, I hear men. This is the men- thing, though. You, you can go to the doctor and they can say, you know, like this has happened to family members of ours. It's actually the female is fine, but the male was the the problem. Yeah, basically, and they had to. But I've never heard a young man express concern about that before. Uh, probably now that I've heard a family member go through that situation, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I better go get checked. And have you? No, not yet. It's just but, something in your but mind. But we will do. Something when, you've when heard we, of. Yeah, yeah. As you know, only date younger men because mm. men my age are grumpy mm-hmm. and boring, and um, so oftentimes what I find is that younger men will say to me. Oh God, women my age—they just—it's so much pressure. Mm-hmm. They'll say they go on Tinder dates, you know, a lot, and they'll go, "Oh, first date." They're like, they ask them questions like, "What's your five-year plan?" Mm-hmm. One guy told me once, first date, a girl asked him how much superannuation he had. Well, that's dry. <laughs> that is yeah. dry. Who's talking about superannuation? This girl—they said they're like job interviews these dates. I wouldn't even know how much I've got there. Me neither. The pressure that women are under if they're in their 30s and not even in a relationship. Yeah. I can't imagine because at least I was married, had mm-hmm. been married a long time by mm-hmm. then, but I can't imagine the pressure you would feel if you were thinking, fuck, ah, how much longer do I have? I don't, don't even have anyone. Yep. I don't even have a contender. I'm mm-hmm. still on Tinder for Christ's mm-hmm. sake. I'm still being ghosted and zombied <laughs> and I'm running out of time and, you know, Tully Smythe is But now- you can do it on your own. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. I mean, honestly. No, no, what I'm saying is the, the, you but can. Women but, but do it, that. But I go. Right. Like, that would be a. Come and spend a week no, at yeah. my place. Yeah. Like, I know, I get that. And I would have been the same. I would have said, I just want to have a baby and I'll just do it by myself. Do you have any idea what single motherhood is like? It is a fucking nightmare every day. Parenting with another person is a nightmare when they're little. It's relentless. Doing it by yourself. Oh, my God. I. I I understand it, but I think fully you should really honestly go and stay with a single mum. Like it's it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. Just to never have anyone else to go, Bub, could you go to the shop and get milk? Could you just take this? Could you just bath them? Mm. Could you? There's no one. You've got 13-year-olds now. Yeah. So they can get the milk. Yeah, but now it's all about so their emotional a- issues. Right. Now it's like... Mom, can I talk to you for a minute? And it's like heavy, heavy conversations. They're hard. Mm. If it's hard when they're young, there's 
a new thing that it's hard totally. at a different stage. Then it's going to be they're having sex. Yeah. Then it's going to be and you're dealing with all of that yeah. on your own. You have no one else there to support you Yeah. or play a bit of good cop, bad cop. You've just got to be both. Yeah, and so I've and I've still got a lot of work to do. Mm. So I'm thinking to myself, oh God, I've got so much work to do, and we've got no milk, and now I've got a crisis. Oh, but the kids can get the milk now. Yeah, but 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 they can't because they want to sit down and talk about um, <laughs> fucking gender identity, and the milk can that's wait. Take... The milk can wait on that conversation. Yeah, it can. You but know. this is going to be a really long conversation into the night, mm. and I've got heaps of work to do, and we've got no milk or bread or whatever that they need in the morning. Mm. And there's no one else I can say, can you do this while I do that? Yep. There's not ever, ever. So I'm so, res- I have so much residual exhaustion so, yeah, and the te- in this moment. And the technology is there for this to happen, but the reality of what yeah. comes from that yeah. is Just it know needs it. to be thought through. Oh, my God. It needs to be thought through. Just know it. And and some people have a great family structure as well. So mm. that, that would be different. It can work. Yeah. Yes. You've got young mum and all that. Yep. Yeah. I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm just saying. Just think it through. Uh, if you want to share your secret, go to the link in the bio or you can go to Michelle's Instagram page. The link tree is there. Hi, Michelle. I'm a 42-year-old man. I'm a single father of two and I manage a small team. I'm what people would consider a successful guy. I have a secret, though. I actually steal other men's undies from change rooms at the gym. Sometimes I can't help myself. There's a lot more to that. Well, I don't know. Or maybe maybe he's it's the cost of living. Maybe it's a cost of living issue and he just can't afford undies. No, you can get a pack of bonds for like six bucks or seven bucks at Woolworths. Yeah, yeah this guy's can. a successful guy as well. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That You're right. Yeah. That reminds me of um, once I told Peter Hellier that I bought my underpants at supermarket and he said the only people who should buy their underpants at a supermarket are people who've shat themselves at the supermarket so (laughs) (laughs) um yeah look this is pretty creepy (laughs) i'm not gonna lie but he knows it well i because i'm just trying to think of how i would feel if i was at a gym came back and mondays weren't there i'd be like guys (laughs) are you saying it in the change room you're going guys okay oh wait guys Two sex. Who took my undies? Two sex. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're all busy. I get it. Um, two sex. Listen. I know you're successful. Yeah, we're all successful. Okay. That's why we've all got two hours in the middle of the day. Because oftentimes when I'm trying to get on to Simon, our friend here, during the day, Matthew, oh. he'll go, oh, I'm at 45, mate. I'll <laughs> So, yeah. Well, whenever, in return, whenever I'm trying to call you, you're sleeping. I'm sleeping. So, yeah. <laughs> That's success, mate. Okay. In the middle of the day, little, little nana nap. Anyway, point is, um, yeah, are you saying that? I love that. I love the idea of just going, two sex. <laughs> Sorry, you've just arrived. Hands in the air. <laughs> Two you've just arrived. This does not. This does not affect you. I saw you just come in. You go and hit it. But everyone else, two sex. If you've worked out and you okay, two sex. And there's always one bloke with no clothes on. Especially him. Leg especially, up. Yeah, leg especially up, the leg bloke up with the leg the, up. Yeah. Tackle a dangle. Especially you, mate. Two sex. Especially you. Get over it and and bring your bag. Well, no, he's, he hasn't got any undies. He no. hasn't got any undies, no, so you we, know he's not. He's but we've not. got his story. We know he's parading himself. Yeah. I mean, he's an exhibitionist, <laughs> right? It's unnecessary. So we've 
He can empty his bag, his gym bag, on the floor in front of everyone. (laughs) And then once we've discounted him, right, you can go. Yeah. And put some fucking clothes on. (laughs) Anyway, that's that. Everyone else, two sex. Where are my undies? Mm. Now, I came in here with undies, Mm. obviously. The brown ones. We all did. Mm. Yeah. And also, okay, this is taking me to another question. Are you getting out of your undies at the gym to work out? Or if you're having a shower after the gym, of course. Well, who's who's showering with the undies on? Showering. Yeah, because you know how at the gyms you've got the showers, and you you know you work out. You might work out in the middle of the day. Some people work out in the middle of the day, mate. That's what they do, right? Yeah. And (laughs) very successful people. Um, God, that's even that's gutsier. That's because they're there. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, oh, when they're out there giving it these ones. Totally giving it these ones (laughs) with the ropes. Doing a bit of rope gear. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to jump up on a platform with no yeah. run up, all that. Because mm. um, then they're, they're so busy. But <laughs> if they're in the shower and you're just like, yoink. Yeah. Oh, yucky. Yucky. Yuck. Yeah. Yuck. So and how- workout undies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yuck. But maybe that's, uh, that's. Obviously that's. That's the thing. Mm. So- oh. Going back to the sniffing. I'm being so rude. I'm so sorry because you've come to me in good faith mm. and um, we're laughing, Mr. Successful. But you had to know this was going to be a lot. You had to know you were going to, you know, like you've, there's no warning to this. And I'm not a professional. No. Like I don't have training in this. And I think the thing when you're at uni, you know, to be a counsellor, they'd go, "Listen, you're going to hear some fucking twisted shit, and yeah. you cannot laugh." Like yeah. that, that would you, be a semester, actually, I reckon. <laughs> I would have thought before this podcast, you'd be a great counsellor. You can't laugh, mate. Is this a subject? Do you think it'd have to be? They <laughs> like if you if the bloke comes and sits down and says to you, "Seriously, I what I like to do is go to the gym, steal other blokes' undies, and then." The counsellor would go through the process we've all just gone through together, mm. but in their own minds. Mm. They'd go through all of the things we've just gone through and then they'd have a moment where they'd go, oh, fuck, mate. You know what I mean? Like, totally. They'd go, they'd go, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he'd kind of keep babbling and then and you'd go, hey, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Just just go. And they'd go do all the two sex stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, like they'd do all that. And What do you think when, they, when the, the class walks into the classroom yeah, for that that semester, yeah. For the for, yeah. yeah. What's written on the blackboard? <laughs> like undies. Do not fucking laugh. That if I yeah. were taking that that course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> TAFE course? Is it TAFE? No. Well, this is no. This is this is, this is this high is a level d- stuff. Diploma. Yeah. This is high level stuff, mate. This is like, you know, to be a psychiatrist. I mean, you've already done medicine. You've done a foot. You're a GP already, mate. And you're in your, you're in your next level shit. And then I rock in. That that's that. I'm not fucking around with anybody else. I'm like, right. Hang on. Have they? What are we talking? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Obviously, they've done, they've done them, they've done their degree, and then they're yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, No worries. All right, all right. So it's a postgraduate. Yes. Then I roll in and I go. In fact. They come in first and I make them wait 10 minutes easy. (laughs) They're all sitting there in the theatre and then, boom, I just walk in and say nothing and I get up to the board and I go, are you using chalk? Yes. Fucking hell. I make them put a chalkboard in there. That's in the first phone. Okay, okay. They've done medicine. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to need a blackboard. (laughs) Put it. How quick can you do that? Mate, it's a, it's a can of paint from Bunnings. Just fucking <laughs> get in there. And then he said, do not fucking laugh. And they're like, 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, where are we filing this one? Oh, fuck. I don't even... Well, no, I think I'm it's good sorry. luck. We've got, no, we need, a new, we need a new box. I'm sorry. For what? For the terrible Everything feedback. Everything just happened, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry. And that's what he also needs to... He needs to put a note up on the pin board at the gym. I'm going to steal your undies. <laughs> with, with his face on it. <laughs> Saying, I'm sorry I stole your undies. And he needs to just bring in a couple of packets of bonds. <laughs> All right. This is... Oh, I'm so sorry. That, that was a big one. This is, uh, this is secret number two. My husband and I have been married for 15 years. We've only ever had sex with each other. Until two years ago, when we decided to start seeing sex workers. And... Our sex life is now the best we've ever had. We're white-collar professionals, really straight-laced, and our family and friends would absolutely never... Because <laughs> of the mic technique is not... Well, is it, or, or is she actually having sex with us right now? <laughs> I mean... No, so clearly, uh, if, you, if you're wondering what happened there, I'm guessing like there's a, a very short time, or, sorry, a long time where they haven't had sex, and then the family... We all know. We all know, but we all like, know what I'm was just... happening there. We all know exactly what was happening there. No, she's having sex with us. Okay, all right. She was, we were part of it <laughs> yeah. then, whether we like it or not, guys. Really? Yeah. Oh, I feel dirty now. These two are hectic. Yeah. I mean, are we sure it wasn't the same person? From the undies? Yeah. No. Well, white-collar professionals. They, well, they, they, yeah. Everyone's very successful. successful. Yeah. No, everyone's successful. You, you, yeah, because you can see details. And all well, that. yeah, and also we've changed their voice. That's why they all sound a little bit similar. Yeah, okay. It wasn't yeah. the same person. Yeah, but mm. she was definitely having sex with us, that, that, that lady. Mm. Yeah. And I don't mind. Do you think it's more common that uh, you know, people are doing things like this now where, uh, you know, yeah, if, if like their marriage may sex may not be a major part of their marriage, they love each other, but then they're clearly going out and. I, I think maybe they were shy mm. before, or for whatever reason, they just weren't connecting. Mm-hmm. And a sex worker has helped them, and seeing sex workers has helped them be less inhibited, probably help them communicate better, mm-hmm. and just, just really, yeah, help them. Get into it more, which is so mm. great because obviously they were wanting more sex. It's not like they were people who were asexual who were happy not having sex. How fabulous. And I wonder who suggested it. How courageous to say, oh, what do you think about this idea? Like that would, because for a lot of relationships, that would be a deal Tear breaker. Them apart. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And then to go through with it because a lot of people, it's a, for a lot of people, it's a fantasy, but then when it happens, it causes jealousy. So, oh, aren't they fabulous? Mm. That is so exciting. I think it's great. Good for them. How are you filing that one? Oh, That's your favourite. bloody perfectly understandable. Perfectly Good understandable. Good for you. Yeah, great. All right. What a relief after Mr. Bloody Undies. Undies. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is secret number three. You know what, actually, though? Yeah. Mr. Undies, I think maybe, maybe he could see sex workers to help him move past the stealing undies from the gym. It's just an idea, Mr. Undies. Hmm. Hmm. Secret number three. Feeling guilty, I just got a huge promotion at work when 10 minutes before the Zoom meeting I had sex with the hiring manager in the stationery cupboard. Stationery cupboard. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that, that can't be the reason you got the promotion because like, surely he didn't decide it and surely he wouldn't be the only person who decided it. And I can't imagine, I can't imagine that the 
promotion was decided in the station recovered 10 minutes before the meeting. <laughs> it can't have been, can it? Depends what the job is. It just does. It depends you on know. the size of the company. Yeah, like, uh, is it Red Rooster or like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what's the size of the company? Oh my God, is it feeling so guilty? She makes it sound like she's just walked out of the meeting as well, doesn't she? She sounds a bit, oh, what a day. Oh, feeling so guilty. Oh God. I love it. Uh, uh, <laughs> and it's, oh gosh, I'm going to say good on you. You know my attitude about relationships in the workplace. Love you like them. them. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Where else? Well, you're the boss. This is the workplace. So yeah. it's good to know what it's like here you between the th- all of us. We can all look on. Up. I mean, mm-hmm. look, yeah. Derek's involved. I just think anything the three of you want, <laughs> just get. And there's that many nooks no and crannies around here. It's yeah, fabulous. Yeah, there's no secrets. Behind the, oh, yeah, behind the curtains. There's curtains. There's, yeah. you know, and I'm very discreet. So anything I hear or see <laughs> or smell <laughs> will never, will never go past. This okay, great. Group. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's no HR here anyway, is there? I think I'm it. Yeah, you are. You I are think it. I'm it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either me or you or you, Matthew, or you, Derek. It's one of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, All right. we'll figure it out if and when. <laughs> you have been listening to our brand new podcast. It's called Can We Be Real? Hosted by Michelle Laurie. And there is a way that you can help us. We're a small production team and a brand new podcast. If you want to help us out, all you have to do is search Can We Be Real on the podcast app that you are listening on right now. And if you want to, give us a star rating on Spotify and also on Apple or a review as well. And that will help us get discovered. We would love to have you join our community every single Tuesday for Can We Be Real? And we will see you next Tuesday. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Australian True Crime, the nation's leading independent true crime podcast, is hitting the road with our live show. We're coming to Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this July and tickets will be available starting May 10th at 9.30am sharp. 
They sold out in two hours last time, so do not dilly-dally. We know the suburbs of Australia are teeming with some of the most intriguing and chilling true crime stories the world has ever heard. Don't miss the chance to dive deeper and get involved with a live Q&A. With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there.